Good morning, world. Good morning, world. What a time to be alive. Oh, what a time to be alive. Welcome in. Welcome in. Marcus Griffin here, and you're listening to Confessions from an Addict, and I am feeling good. I'm energetic. I'm pumped up. A lot of things has got me just elevated, man. I don't even know if it's elevated. I don't know where it's at, but a um, couple of things I wanted to just touch on today. I'm on this whole Facebook tip right now. Social media is, is wild. I keep seeing, you know, memes or articles or just, you know, it's like you got to fall in line with this cancel culture and be OK with it. But before I go there, let me just say. Change is beautiful. And the hardest part of this like cocaine free trip is the fact that you've done some shit along the way. Like, I don't know if this is a part of the the why I should go to N.A. to figure out how you do the apologies to people that you might have screwed over a little in the past. But um, I went to a wake uh, repass wake. I went to a repass yesterday with some comedians and there was a couple comedians there. They rec- one recognized me. And, you know, her and I, the first time we got, we met, we didn't get along. And she said, you know, I was a dick. And I was like, yeah, I apologize for that. She's like, it's okay. I was able to call you a dick to your face. And I was like, well, that's good. I'm glad you were able to get that off your chest. And, you know, glad you was able to, you know, know what a dick is, which is me at times. So, but yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, well, I'm not, and when I tried to say to her, like, well, I'm not that same person. I'm not the same guy. And I know that's not enough. I know that's really not enough. And it really takes growth in your immaturity just to, or, or your growth in your maturity to just, you know, shut the fuck up. It's really mature to just shut the fuck up. People don't realize just the maturity you gain from it and shutting the fuck up because it gives you self-control now. It gives you... You know, that silence, is a, there's a piece to it. And so I just shut the fuck up as that person was like, you are a dick. If you want to make it up, just book me on a show. And I'm like, we both comedians, motherfucker. I want to get on a show, too. I don't have a show. I'd love to book you for a show if I had a show. Yeah, okay, sure you would. All right, I don't know what crawled up in your motherfucking ass, but fuck ya. And even then, when you have that maturity of shutting the fuck up, it's still, in my opinion, mature enough to be like, fuck ya. I'm old enough at this age to be like, fuck ya. And it used to hurt because I wanted to like everybody and get along, but not everybody's for everybody. And it's just fine. I'm cool. Good. Bye. Peace. And in that same breath, this is how beautiful the yin and yang, when you really get it in your spirituality and order, in my opinion, that yin and yang makes everything more pleasurable. Meaning that when that trauma hits, it's always like the, the I look at it like the, the sweet and sour patch kids. First they're bitter, then they're sweet. In that bitter moment of, oh, that was my fault. I was a dick. I apologize. Well, yeah, growth, it's over a time thing. It's an action thing. And she said it in this just pretentious way of, I don't think you'll, she might have just said, I don't think you'll get there, dear. I don't think it's going to be happening for you anytime soon, which, okay, your opinion, cool. I'll take my, you're upset. 
I must have really offended you. Cool. Fast forward, go right to the next group. Moving on, clear that energy. Guy, um, this gentleman who's a comedian as well, I think his name is Trey. We're sitting down, we're having a conversation, and I don't know where he goes. Cornbread. This motherfucker recognized me from a last standing, last comic standing audition, tryout, whatever you want to call it, from like 12 years ago. If that ain't some beautiful shit. I am recognizable 12 years motherfucking later. Because I'm bald now, so he goes, you had a lot of hair, right? Oh, shit, cornbread. Amazing. I'm somebody, motherfucker. Fuck you. I'm not a dick. I'm not a fucking, I'm somebody. Yesterday's International Women's Day as I got down and got a little emotional there. Got a little pent up emotions as someone said I was a dick. I'm not always trying to be a fucking dick. It's what I'm good at though. What the fuck? No, nah. But kind of was an emotional day. I did, I did some time at, at my boy, rest in peace to Big Mike Mitchell, man. We lost a good one. And I mean good one because see, Bad in you, when you acknowledge bad and when you acknowledge who you are, shit talk or whatever the case may be, like, I look at good as like, if you come to your full self of who you are, who you want to be, whatever that may be, the feeling to you, if how you feel about yourself pours out love, kindness, is good. That's good. Good for you. And so, it was a beautiful repast yesterday. We all got together. And the Hennessy got together with me a lot. And boy, I was, I, had a little, I was a little tipsy. I ain't gonna lie. So, but yeah, man, yesterday I had a full day. That was a cool thing about yesterday. Like, it's good to have full days. You need to have full days in your life. Full days were when, you know, you just had all that positivity just, just come through you. Whereas you're, you know... You either visit with friends, but just having a full day where everything, everything seems enjoyable. Gotta have one of those, man. I, and, I, and my day was almost ruined because I talked to an individual. Well, I made a shout out to Stephanie Michelle. The more I talk to that, that woman, the more impressed I am by her. Because it was International Women's Day. Give it up for Stephanie Michelle on International Women's Day yesterday. Give it up for my homegirl. And she joined my live feed on Instagram. I'm thinking about doing confessions from an addict on Instagram a lot more. Just so people can see my lovely face. My lovely, pretentious, cocky, arrogant, asshole face. I like, you know, the reason I say assholes need to exist because we stir up controversy. We stir up controversy, which stirs up dialogue. If you stir up dialogue, you can stir up information, education, and, and, and just be informed. You know what I'm saying? About yourself, about someone else, whatever the case may be. But you got to have that person that's not afraid to touch barriers, cross lines, be confrontational. The problem what we have in the society is no one knows. No, everybody's trying to get to the angle of a person. Are you really this way? Do you feel that way? Do you like, let's take that personal shit out. Let's just address the topics. We don't have to name call. We don't have to bash. We don't have to, after we find out that person's thoughts or opinion, put a title of you're a fucking prick. You don't fucking know me. Not that way. Maybe I'm a prick on this subject matter. 
You know what I'm saying? But maybe I'm trying to get out my prick ass ways. Because guess what? I don't. In this cancel culture, man, Pepe Le Pew was canceled. Give it up for Pepe Le Pew for harassing women for all these years. He finally got caught trying to kiss on a fucking cat. And he was a skunk chasing the cat. Look at the primitive. Oh, my God. All the subliminals. A skunk chasing a cat. You know, and then I'm a comedian. And then, they're, oh, that's why cat smells like skunk. Some of you bitches have been fucking skunks. No, I'm just kidding. But may went too far. But anyway. I'm just like, it's a cartoon. And it just creates this dialogue because I'm just like, Pepe the Pew was canceled. He need to be that rapey skunk. And now I'm like, semantics. Rape? I didn't know kissing someone is fucking rape. I didn't watch Pepe the Pew fuck that cat. Rape that cat. We watched him harass her. But it's the cat and mouse game that we fucking play. The thing I don't like is because on, and I know I'm not trying to shit on International Women's Day, but women... At this point of the game, if you haven't learned to take a little bit of your hypersensitivity and calm that shit down. Feminists, in my opinion, they just from the jump, like be the teacher that, you know, that one teacher that goes, everybody starts off with an A in my class. Everybody starts off with an A. You put dudes and men like we already got F's to where we can work ourselves up to your expectations the fuck are you fuck you fuck me fuck all this shit there ain't no you ain't supposed to impress me motherfucker and i'm not supposed to impress you i don't give a fuck if you impressed that's where i'm at because it seems like i'm here we're being put here to appease one another to to oh well how do we learn we don't learn from another by appeasing one another because all it gets into is an ass kissing contest or who could kiss my ass the motherfucking most. I don't give a fuck about kissing anybody's motherfucking ass. Especially when I know where the ass is at. I know where a lot of asses have fucking been. And man, boy, this comedian, she did not like me. And I was just trying to create a healthy dialogue. And that's why people were like, why don't you do more? I don't do shit because i not saying my way is the way. But I like my way. And I don't mean my way as far as what I'm getting in my way. I mean, I like the way I do shit. I like that I'm not afraid to breach, broach, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I like that I'm not afraid to touch a subject that might be sensitive. I asked these two women, and this is where I love about society because you do have these type of two opinions and these two type of women always at the same time. Meaning you have one that, that embraces Oh, hopefully I can continue and pick up right where I left off. I was on a rant, got a call, had to do some work shit. And boy, oh boy, my, like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. Like, comedians are good because comedians invoke thought. The good ones do. Comedians push the territory, push the line. And you know why? Because it's entertaining. When I make comments oftentimes it's only entertainment i don't think that way i don't act that i don't act that way don't conduct myself that way but i'd like to let my mind run and see where it could go it's like sending a kid off into the field run and fucking play all your heart out and i like doing that i like saying shit that might be not said 
Because you know what? I like speaking from all sides. I like speaking from a right wing side, a left wing side. I'm, 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 I'm very flexible. That's the problem with this society. We have become not flexible, inflexible. That's what makes this shit so retarded. That's all I'm trying to get to. How are you flexible on one thing and inflexible on it? Like, like it, or maybe it is too flexible. I don't even know. I don't even know at this point. I'm over here having funny ass conversations. I really want to just call this dumb fucking cunt. Of, and she's really a cunt. Like, it's not even bad to say. She's just a fucking cunt because it's one of those... As a comedian, you just you just build put content and I let my verbal diarrhea go out on my post, on my social media shit. It's joke t- telling. You know what I'm saying? We got this cancel culture. They canceled a fucking cartoon. One of my favorites. And as a kid, he was just one of my favorite Pepper Le Pew because he was black and white. I was going to get a fucking tattoo, a Pepper Le Pew smoking a blunt. Cause he a skunk. I was, all the shit was going. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful tattoo. Eyes is going to be red the whole fucking nine. I'm light-skinned, so it's going to show perfectly, but man, we have to come to a place where we create dialogue and we don't put a title or judge the person that we are talking across, because a lot of shit goes left and doesn't need to. Like, I called I call my friend. I might have made a fucked up statement, but I'm like, come on, man. We've all gotten pussyfied, and, I, and I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. But I can say it because I've been a punk motherfucker. I played football. Wasn't my sport. I ain't aggressive like that. I don't want to hit nobody, hurt nobody, cause no pain. You can't be like that and play football. I was a pussy. I'm okay with saying that shit. That's the problem that I just get mad at is because we can't talk real shit without somebody being offended. That does not offend me that I was too scared to play fucking football. If that shit offends me, I should end life. I was too scared to play a game in fucking high school. Give a fuck if I admit it. Niggas could be like, oh, you a bitch. Okay. I'm a very live walking bitch. But I played baseball. Played it fucking well. Some motherfuckers are scared because they don't want to get hit by a ball. And we don't make fun of them because other people understand. I wouldn't want to get hit by a ball. But it seems like football is some man-to-man shit where if you scared to hit another motherfucker or get hit, you got real, you a real pussy. I think you're a pussy if you get hit by a ball. You can't see the motherfucker coming. So, just saying, there's faults and there's facts and there's there's perfect system. Like, I'm just saying there's right and wrong to all this shit. Where we go wrong is when we want to title, blame, shame. That's where we go wrong. I don't even know why I'm adding this episode. I don't. But I'm lost, but I'm I'm entertained, man. It's only entertainment. This all this life is. Yes, it's you do have to be serious and focused. Don't get me wrong on that, but it's only entertainment, Joe. Chill out. Enjoy. Let your mind wonder. Let your mind have a very enjoyable day, your whole fucking day. It is very possible. And it's for you. And it's for me, it's for everyone. Y'all continue to live, prosper, be happy, or be miserable being happy. You get what I'm saying? Why don't we ever do, be miserable being happy. Smile all day that it makes you, like, I cannot, I can't take this smile off and it makes me miserable. Like, why we act like we can't speak in that kind of format. To have a motherfucker like, oh, I guess you woke. Fuck woke. I don't give a fuck about woke. 
Motherfuckers use woke as if black people just experience what it's like to be black or now we got this newfound blackness that because these cops are killing us, now we fucking woke about the system. We've been woke. It's just now that it's so the fuck out there, everybody else wants to tag on another fucking movement and white people want to call somebody black woke. Let's be real. And white people hope they get to be called fucking woke. It's a new form of it's a, it's a new form, in my opinion, of saying nigga in a positive light. That's the only thing beautiful about the word fucking woke. But guess what? Woke don't just cause woke just can't be there because you know something. You must do something. So a motherfucker and I have a conversation with that I keep my calm, my composure. I'm cussing here, but I keep my calm composure. I thought you was woke. I thought you was cognizant. I am. That's why I ain't responding to you the way you want me to respond. Why are you getting all emotional over what? A fucking cartoon? This is my whole funny point that you don't even see. That's how my sick, twisted mind works. We getting worked up over a fucking cartoon and something I just made a goddamn joke about. But guess what? This joke in this cartoon is fun about what? Two rape individuals. A man said he got raped on my post. A man. They brought out conversation. Because guess what? This is the comedian me. I didn't know a fucking man could be raped. You were molested, motherfucker. There's a difference. But see, when everybody all on this woke and everybody on this me too, you have it now. We pussyfied where guys are like me too. You see, this is where I'm fucked in the head. He said he was eight years old and his babysitter at the time, maybe it was his aunt, I don't fucking know, forced his head in her pussy. How the fuck do you get forced into that shit? Now, I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't ask and I probably should have asked, like, did you fight back? There's certain shit though, man, where I'm like, I'm sorry. Because I played the victim as a fucking addict to where I'm like, we, I'm not trying to blame no goddamn victim or victim shame. But some shit, I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? You didn't bite her pussy? There wasn't no killer instinct in you. What I'm trying to say, some people are prey because they fucking pray. That's wrong for me to say, but let's put it black and white. We become an animalistic society. We really have. We flaunt our looks. We, we vainly just put everything out there for everybody to take, look, speak on, correct. We become animalistic. We walk around this motherfucking great ass country. Some of us walk around here like lions, just bravado all the way up, no shame in our motherfucking game, and we kill one another. We become animalistic, that's all I'm saying. There's prey out here and there's predators. There's no fucking way you could have forced me to eat. And I know some people are like, well, you listen to, I didn't, get, and that's why I look at my life and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't listen to all adults. Fuck them and motherfuckers, what the fuck they know? So there was a post the other day that said, remember, Children, you're watching your parents grow too. And I was like, damn, that's so beautiful. Because we do treat like parents should know everything. Parents got this. They do everything. They, they have all the answers. No, the fuck they don't. Authority should be questioned sometimes. They don't know everything. And you see this shit because here, how do you start off showing something and years later you cancel it? Now you're trying to figure it out like, you know what? Maybe that shit was wrong. I don't know, man. But y'all have a good fucking day. Love you. What up, what up, man? It's 5.30 in the motherfucking morning. And you're listening to Marcus Griffin. And this is Confessions from an Addict. 
episode three. Episode three. It's it's season three. I don't even know. I don't even know, man. I didn't get the fuck out this platform. I need to go to like Spotify. I think my only plays is probably through Anchor. It's probably motherfucking Anchor listening. Like, all right, well, we support y'all. Oh man, yesterday was a good day. A lot of a lot of uh, trolling. I don't even know. I don't, see. That's what I'm saying. I'm so out of touch. Is it to troll when people just comment? Do they? If you troll, do you comment? Is trolling to comment to to invoke something? I don't know, man. But hey. I talk about the crazy shit because it opens up the platform, open up the things. Oh, man. Yeah, yesterday was a cool day. Talking about Pepe Le Pew all day. I love that the car platoon could have such, so much of an impact. Man, I'll tell you the worst programming that I've seen was just in my own home. <laughs> but that's another... I, I don't even know why. It, it don't have to be another day. It could be the same day. I just... Like, I, I was, I, I put up this post just because I'm like, they canceled Pepe Le Pew? Like, it's a weird week. One, they canceled Pepe Le Pew, or no, what happened is they removed him off a scene on Space Jam. And somebody brings up, some of my boy Jonathan, he brought up a good point where, um, you know, where I pretty much, I look at certain, granted, we can't expose our kids to everything too soon. Like, that's what we always worry about, you know? But every day you with your children is, is possible teaching moments. Some that get brought up through TV, you know. There's times I watch my daughter and we'll watch uh, her many, one of her many favorite shows, Bunked. And then I have lessons on there to be something she didn't see or it'd be something I point out. Like, you see how she wasn't sharing? You see how I made the other person feel, you know? And so I'm saying, like, when you... Like, it's crazy because we want to think that we are of our own body, sound, and body and mind. We have our own thoughts. But it's like, no, people, there's something that's always policing us. And we're getting policed through TV, which, you know, possibly it's like a, some underlying layer there where it's like, well, y'all didn't police us. We growing up, I'm a, 80s baby we growing up y'all y'all let everything hit the scene you know and it's like when you dig back them layers you're like it's not that they didn't it's like they don't give us proper i don't even i can't even say because it's, it's still a choice i'm getting at that it's not like they give proper ways of parenting but then i can't even say that because there's books out and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people, I, I just question when people say things like, you know, you can't get this shit from a book. Well, I'm like, well, how many books have you read? Did you really do the research? And let's be honest here. Because like I say, it's, it's become more present. This state that we're in, that it, it requires action and not just words. We do say a lot of things like get help. We're here for you. You know, um, look out for your loved ones. Like we, we like to say positive, inspiring, motivational stuff, but are we really living it? You know, we get a lot of parents. Now that I'm a parent, you know, I have to be more. Is it precedent? 
I have to make more of a present. I don't know. I have to be more present. Maybe that's just the word. In my daughter's life, I know that. I, I have anger issues that I need to work through. I think the thing is, a lot of times when it comes to parents, and we are of children now that are now parents, and we have this, well, we turned out all right, but what the hell is all right? We had this growing up, and it didn't turn me into, well, maybe it affected others in other ways. I'm a comedian, first and foremost. That's who I am. It's not something I practice. It's not something I try to, it's not my job. Like, this is who I am, you know? So when I, and I say that to say, as a comedian, I'm always going to look for the laughter. I'm always going to look for the lighter side of things. Maybe that's a fault. I don't know. That's my therapy. That's how I get through stuff. And so like the comments that was made on my, on one of my posts, you know, it's an interesting post because I just said, damn, they canceled Pepe Le Pew. That was one of my favorite characters. And it just invoked this whole conversation. One of my Facebook friends was like, He's a rape skunk. Well, we didn't watch, we didn't witness any rape. There was no rape in the freaking cartoon. It was harassment. There's a difference. And they go from there to like my friend saying he was raped when he was like, no, your aunt or whoever had her vagina in your face and put your head in her vagina, what have you. That's not rape. It's molestation. That's a crude act, maybe. It's not rape. And for a man to yell rape questions a lot of shit where I'm like, how the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The only way I can see a man getting raped is in the sis is is we can have it metaphorically, like, you know, like paying child support and I'm feel raped. You know what I'm saying? But if you're drugged, like I don't know, y'all probably have never seen this movie Ricochet. This movie Ricochet, he was drugged. And he was drugged by a prostitute and she gave him disease. I think it was gonorrhea, whatever, what have you. But what's so interesting about it is in that movie, there wasn't, it didn't even come back after everything was proven that he was proven innocent, that everything that he was, not even proven innocent, that everything that he was saying about Earl Talbot Blake was true. He's alive, he was going after him, he's getting his revenge, all that. But no one hit on Hey, yo, he was raped in that movie, man. Tied up, drugged, and the prostitute forced herself on him and raped him. You know why? Because it's, it's sad because we look at it like uh, men can't be raped. Men can't get raped. It's cold what we do because it's, it's a cold society where it's like, it's really this battle of the sexes that is ugly to me. You know, because we have this thing like like love. Like I remember making a poem a long time ago talking about like love is a battlefield kind of stuff. You know, and you 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 fighting, you fighting your demons, you fighting your traits that was maybe negative, toxic, what have you. It's a, it's a battle, but it it comes to this time where now we're looking at the battle and we're trying to determine who's the enemy. When it's right there before our eyes, we are the enemy. We are, we encompass everything. We're the enemy, we're the saviors, we're the heroes, we're the victims, we're the suspects. Like, we're all that rolled into one. But people want to ignore. 
ignore the or, or not even not even like try to even get to the solution of things. It could have been a teaching moment. That's all I'm saying with the Pepe Le Pew. Man, it could have a spinoff. He's in therapy. And and, a, and the friend that was raped, he said that. Like, he could have been in a therapy session. Well, now we're catering this shit to adults. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it's crazy because we, it, we want things so much as a society to go both ways. We do. We want our children to ask for help in a mature way. Help me. I do not know the feelings that I am ex- trying to express. I do not know the emotions that's taken over my body, what have you. And it's like, okay, so you want an 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old to maturely like express himself in that way, to really articulate everything they're feeling without being judged, without, you know, like, come on, man. Because we will look at everybody like they got a problem and not realizing, nah, they got a solution. They're actually talking about it. And, it. and it's interesting because you, this is so, the times are so confusing. It's confusing and it's hard to express your real truth these days. I mean, Right, wrong, like that truth is the truth. I'm sorry. I look at the the damn interview and I ain't watch it. I'm not giving it justice. I haven't watched that interview with the racist family and the, the, the like what did you expect, man? The whole thing is white. What you just thought, oh, because it isn't around, so I'm gonna show them something different. And then what just makes me laugh is the whitest black motherfucker I've ever seen. And it's interesting because there's conflict there with me because I'm mixed as well. But in my mixedness, I will admit there's privileges to that shit. I look safe. I don't look threatening. Raised by a white mom. So I kind of understand the white culture more. You know. It's, it's, it's just different. You know, seriously, it's just different. It's, and it's, it's, it's not even a it's a different language, a different talk, a different feeling, a different and I don't want to sound ignorant, you know, but I, I, I be honest as fuck. My mom has a lot of hate in her heart, as she should. Got with a black man, got on drugs, used and mentally abused her, took advantage. I mean, shit. She loved this man. Bought him suits, all kinds of shit. And it slapped her in the face. Hard reality. You know. Everything they could have had, gone up in flames, whatever the case may be. So there's a jaded perspective there that I don't know if she's ever gotten over. So I understand that. But I had to witness it. And it's just so funny with just human beings and nature. Like it, it, when you really just this, when you really understand some, when you see some shit firsthand. And I'm not saying this for all parents, but just make sure like, yeah, you made it all right. But did you checking back on your kid? Because we do get caught up in working and sacrificing and, and making sure we good. Bills is paid. <laughs> Not me, but <laughs> I'm heard of parents being responsible like that. But uh, no, I'm just saying we make sure that everything is good on the financial end, the, st- the stability, the security. But we don't re- we ain't really asking our kids like, yo, where your mental health is at? 
It isn't until now that people are really caring about mental health. This is how slow this country is. Like, we want to get things right. We don't know what we're pushing. We're just hoping that anything is positive is a push forward. And you don't know how to be. I'm sorry. I feel a certain way. Man, they got the Dwayne Wade's son meeting with the first lady. And I'm just more so like, if he wasn't Dwayne Wade's son, this brave, bold creature, what have you. If he wasn't his son, would we fucking hear about this motherfucker? I'm sure there's other motherfuckers that dress up. And it's not even trying to come from a jaded, jealous place. But I'm like, we... Like, come on, man. We pushing agendas left and fucking right. And if you have an opinion on it, you're wrong. Unless it's, unless it's opinion four. That's what's funny about it. Have opinions, but only if it's four for whatever what the majority believes it's scary it's scary because i'm like nah nah my nah my dude daughter whatever you call yourself as nah let's really break down hey what the fuck is going on in your head in your life man what is going on? Like, what, what is it that you see? What is it that, how do, you, how do you, you know, to be like, no, you're brave because you know who are you are and you are expressing it. Really? Really? Dave Chappelle had a great bit when he said, when, what, it, what is, what is too young? What is too young? And he, and, and Dave Chappelle had these scenarios that he put up on his standup um, live at the Fillmore, just shooting everything out just because I don't know. I think I'm big time. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But he said, what, what is too young? You have on one end uh, with this R. Kelly thing, he having sex with young girls. They, knew what they, they know what they're doing, but no, nah, they don't know what they're doing. He's too old, whatever the case. Then you had another scenario where he said a white, little white girl who's like 15, got kidnapped, was kidnapped for like a couple of weeks. I don't forget the timeline of it. But she didn't know what the fuck she's going to do. Meanwhile, you had a black girl. And now I guess he, he painted the whole picture. Like the white girl was only taking fucking a mile from her house. You know what I'm saying? Black girl was snatched up, tied the whole nine, man. She got loose and they was on the 10 o'clock news by fucking at. They was on the news at five and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we trying to decipher with these minds. Like, how do we know? That he's in his right fucking mind. But we say he's so brave. How the fuck do we know these things? We're not going to do any investigations. We ain't going to do no real get to the bottom line of where his head is at. Because it's almost as if you really would. If you said, motherfucker, you sound crazy. You look crazy. You know that, right? And that's the crazy thing to me. Like, why can't things be what they are and that's okay too? You know? If I look at you like like that's the that's a beautiful thing in those NA meetings is like, nah, I'm an addict. I don't live it as I'm not using at the moment or using at the time or using whatever the case may be. But no, nah, that's what you are. Right, wrong, indifferent. Like, nah, that's just what I am. I'm an addict. And I don't be and the thing about it, as I'm going through this journey, I don't be expected to be praised from it. Maybe that's just my mentality. I don't expect to be praised for some stupid shit I let carry on and ruin my motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? 
And I'm not saying him coming as a female is ruining his fucking life, but we praising this shit that is abstract? Because why? Please tell me what, what... Am I... I mean, am I hating? T, please tell me what the fuck is so special about... Because you realizing... Who, like, are you... You know what I'm saying? Like, I maybe I need to watch the interview. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I just have a feeling kind of guy. Like, I have a feeling you're not going around to each fucking household and helping young adolescents figure out who the fuck they are. Like, where's your, cause you, cause you are, you have a platform and they see you. Cause they see you. That's what. That's where the bravery is, that you are bold enough. I see motherfuckers every day bold enough. Obese motherfuckers, unattractive, like just acting, exploiting whatever they going to exploit for the likes and the hits. Are they, aren't they brave that they love themselves the way they do, that they'll exploit it that much? Like what the, like what are we celebrating in these times? That's all I'm, that's all I'm wondering. What are we making light of? We made we making light that the princess whose baby shit. I mean, I mean, I was a white baby. I had blonde hair, curly hair. You know, even my dad told my mom why he brushes hair like he a white boy. Because I don't because she's a fucking woman and you ain't home, motherfucker. You ain't putting a fade on this shit. And you got a jerry curl. My hair don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I think he had just the, the cool combed out. I want to say a conk. He had his shit pressed. I don't know, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like I'm the fucked up dude. It's like you you act like he we treating this like he married the motherfucking blackest of black. And I'm not saying your color determines how black you are. That's that's ignorant of me to say. But I'm just saying you didn't you, you married something as close to fucking white as can be. And we're supposed to listen to her talk about her racism. Motherfucker, your complexion got you the prince. Let's be real on that. Your complexion got you the prince. If you was darker than that mother, he wasn't bringing you home. You, give, you know what I mean? We, 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 we putting this stamp of bravery. You know, we putting a stamp on of bravery like willy nilly, like it, anybody's brave nowadays. Any everybody's brave. And some challenges, I just be like that. A challenge to me is okay. You you like like you you decide for whatever reason. I I, I don't know. Let me let me shut up. Cause I don't know where I was. Like, I know where I'm going, but then I had to, like, that's my problem with thinking out loud a lot. You know, I'll think and then I'll see where it goes and I'll be like, yeah, no, nah, I sound stupid. You know what I mean? So I'm going to own it before I even say it. And I, it, it annoys some people. Nah, just say it. Why? So you could tell me what the fuck I already know. The shit sounds stupid? No. Because my thoughts, I think I, I just, I let them, like I said, I let my thoughts roam. I let them go everywhere. Because I'm like, if you ain't in awe of yourself, and that's what's why I laugh at it. Cause I look at a lot of the lot of this, the issues and I'm like, people wanna be awe on themselves and they want everybody else to be in awe of them. 
And I don't know if this is just coming of age. I don't I don't really care if you're in awe of me because there's no awe of me. And I know, especially now, at the moment I'm in my life, but what I'm saying, you know, I only say that because a lot of people, not a lot, but the, the people that are close to me, have, you know, they'll reach out. Yo, that's good. You, you sober. Like, man, yeah, you sound this and sound that. And a lot of times I have to, you know, be mindful. Like, I have to think about it. Like, oh, yeah, I am. You know, kind of reminds me when I used to come off stage and sometimes people would be like, good set. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I performed. You know. And I don't know if it's because I just be a moment to moment dude where I made a decision. I sobered up. I don't do coke no more. And that's that. You know, it was it was just it's just interesting I don't know if I touched on it or if I share it, but having that conversation, like it's crazy when random people hit me up because a lot of times where I'm at in life now with feeling alone because not, and, it, and it's my own doing. I'm not looking for no sympathy, empathy, any of those thieves, you know, but it's cool when you get reminded like, nah, man, there's people that still either you want to hear your opinion, hear you talk, just just want to vibe with you like. You know, my boy from Tennessee hit me up yesterday and we talked for like a good hour. And I'm weird. I'm, I'm a fucked up motherfucker because I'm like on the phone with a dude for, with an hour that just feel funny. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. Like, like you kick it with your boy for a minute. But I ain't never really been to kick it with dudes and niggas too long. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been over. And I, I, how about, I'm just going to say men. I don't kick it with men too long. Now, man, when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, be on PlayStation all day long from 10 in the morning to 6 in the evening. Wasted time like a motherfucker. But you figure like, hey, yo, I'm going to school. I'm playing ball. I could do this. And it's like, nah, man, you wasting a lot of motherfucking time doing nothing, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy how riled up people get with things. That Pepper Le Pew thing was funny. Because it just had people expose themselves. And the one, the beautiful thing about growth, the one ability that you have, and that's why I say it's all about action. You know, it's one thing to steer away from saying native things and talking your shit, especially as a comedian. And that real growth, when you get to typing or you get to writing or you get to thinking about saying it and you just be like, I'm going to leave it alone. Because it explains a lot. I'm going to leave it alone and I'll say it there and put it here. Because <laughs> that's just what the fuck I do. Because like I said, it's shit for me. And I just hope it's entertaining to somebody else. And if it is, please holler at me. Uh, Marcus.Griffin68 at Yahoo.com. Marcus C.B. Griffin on Facebook. No, Mark. Yep, Marcus C.B. Griffin, Facebook. Marcus M. Griffin. Everything. That's my Instagram. Is that your tag? Your, your line? I don't know what the fuck it's called. I need to get in the game, man. I was thinking about doing some apps and doing that split screen shit and talking my shit, man, because I'm starving to hit the stage, starving to be funny, starving to get this voice back up and out there, you know, because especially now, because I feel like I got some shit to say, because we, are, we, we as a society have become so boisterous with our thoughts, opinions, and feelings that we truly believe that it is fact. 
Well, really, everything, everything really should be about dialogue. And that's why, that's why I love philosophy, man. Like, you read the Plato books and whatnot. It's like, when they had their conversations, you, it wasn't necessarily any emotions in it. You know, that might give you that, how they felt up. See, it, in the books that I was reading, it's, it's more so how they felt about the person. You know, and some people revered that person and some people had their own uh, reservations about them. But the bottom line is they all were consumed with getting to the the solution. Getting to a new way of doing things or a new train of thought or what have you. And so, you know, you had to be like, yeah, cancel them. Cancel a fucking cartoon, my dude. He can't get in Space Jam. And apparently, I guess the scene was them going to be at a bar. I just laugh because you could look at cartoons. And I, I remember being young, and I told this before, I think. I'm like, we're all cartoons. You know how people fall, fail, bounce? We just don't. Like, we die every day. Little piece of us. We do. We now, and we get brought back to life in the same aspect. You know what I mean? If you, if you, if you wanted that job, didn't get hired, failed on that interview, uh, failed in a relationship, but then somebody picks you back. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's little pieces of us that we die every day. Think you're about to fall in love and think you're about to have something and that you running and the cliff just, the land runs out, you fall off the cliff. You know what I mean? Just, just little metaphors like we do. We are cartoons, man. Always either trying to catch something, conquer something, or achieve something. You know, and I just look at cartoons like we all had that one pushy friend that's kind of rapey. <laughs> I, I mean, I love my best friend, man. But I think if I think about all the times, I'm like, all right, yeah, you got a touch of racism. And I remember sometimes like when girls would come over, one particular, it was very like a rapey vibe. One to hug her too long or one to hug her too often. You know, we all had that fucking friend. We took that shit on the chin. The girl especially, not like in that kind of way, but I watch this shit. You like, hey, you a Pepe Le Pew motherfucker. It's okay. Just don't be that later. And it wasn't. He wasn't. Exploration is not always a bad thing. You know, depending on how you explore, you can't put on your damn, I put a flashlight on your head and go looking and searching through caves. And like, I'm trying to be specific, like, there was one time, I be, I admit I've been a curious motherfucker, and maybe that's why I say, I, yeah, I didn't have the best parental supervision at times. But here's the funny thing. My parents watched a lot of the shit that I shouldn't have watched, and guess what? It wasn't no goddamn cartoon. I got all my shit through. Explicit lyrics on, the, on, a, on, a, on radio. Can't say radio. I bought a lot of shit. I was listening to Too Short at like, 12 naughty by nature was one of my first groups that i listened to bought the tape and shit when they had that song everything's gonna be all right all right everything's gonna be all right now everything i wasn't in it and in it, in it you know when you had the machete in the video like i'm 10 years old why the fuck am i watching this but we looked at everything back then it's very lackadaisical like they'll be all right they ain't that they're not gonna turn out like this you know too Short probably had me over-sexualize a lot of women and wanted to be a player and whatnot. You see what I'm saying? No, nah, the stuff that was bad that back then, you knew it was bad. Cartoons? We saying cartoons are bad? 
What the fuck? You're putting everything to handcuff kids in every kind of fucking way. And I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I'm like, you're a handcuffed imagination. Not that someone's going to... It's all imagination. Like, that's the, what the creative process and funny shit was. A skunk. And see, here's the thing that's funny. He's a skunk that wants attention. But guess what? I guarantee you, because he saw her, she probably looked at him but knew it was... A, the smell is what re, uh, repulsed... Is that re, That was repulsive. That she got away from. It wasn't the unwanted attention. You, you know what I'm saying? Like now we're putting, we're taking thought from kids. Now we're putting other thoughts in there to be like, no, he was aggressive. No, the motherfucker couldn't get with nobody because he smelled like a, he's a skunk. He stank. That's why she pushed herself away. So this is a motherfucking uh, educational moment on hygiene, goddammit. If he smelled better, <laughs> you know, but you only see the face of the woman pushing Pepe Le Pew back. That's what you see. Not the fact that, no, the motherfucker stinks. You see what I'm saying? Now we're putting out there, she didn't want him because he was unattractive. Like, you know, it's take too much. We're looking too deep in the shit. That's just all I'm saying. The obvious shit that's out there, that's okay because we know it's not for children. So what are you saying? You want to put rated R stamps on cartoons? Now, a friend of mine actually told me, she said, that's what they're doing. They're saying we do not. Now we have to put a caption for everything. Look, at they got to put a caption on the Gorilla Glue bottle. It's not good for your hair. You see what I'm saying? We're blaming products and not the people holding the products. The people that are in the TVs, that purchasing the TVs. I watched Fatal Attraction in the Chinese theater when I was five. I watched Look Who's Talking. Like, that was sexy suggestive. Real shit, I was probably touching my dick at eight. Probably sooner, seven, just trying to figure it out. Now motherfuckers be like, well, that's what kids know. I did the shit because I watched a lot of the shit. I tell you the traumatic story of like, man, I'm watching my motherfucking parents. Now that I know what they was doing, there was no door shut. Fuck privacy, did it right there. Now, the only thing that kept it PG was a blanket. A motherfucking blanket that they was under. You know, and I, I say all this, and like I said, it's my therapy because I say this to get this shit out because it's constant improvements. It's constant progress that I'm trying to make and build relationships, you know, that I've broken up or, you know, that are damaged. And my mom's like, why are you like this? And forgive me for saying, I'm like, bitch, you don't know? <laughs> These traits, it's easy. Yes, you know things are bad. You know this, you understand this. But it's like the Kanye West song, why everything bad feels so good. You know? And that's where it's like when you look at certain people. Like someone like my mom, she never did anything. No smoke cigarettes, no smoke weed, no acid, no LSD, no heroin, coke, crack. None of the fucking above. None of it. So how do you explain to somebody what a high is like when they've never experienced the fucking high? You know, how do you tell somebody that's worked hard their whole life? And I mean hard. How do you tell them, like, do you know what it's like to get your ass kissed for absolute doing nothing? For just showing up and people was like, yo, you, you, you great. You know what I'm saying? Now, I could, I, I've always been the one to look at it like, yeah, I, I know I'm, 
I know I'm this because look at you. And, and it's just truth. It's fucked up truth, but it's truth. I step on that baseball field and you better than half the fucking people on the thing just because you better than half those people in that specific league. It don't make you good. It just was a shitty fucking league. Shitty league. Then you get to, you know, shitty divisions. Then when you finally get to the upper echelon, you're not prepared for real ass talent. So people are like, how? Because when it really hits you, 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 you stuck. Like, oh, shit. Something I've been doing for 18 years or so. 18 years is a hard habit to break. And the thing that we don't. The interesting thing about it is. Wording. Because in my opinion, traits are habits. One thing that I've learned to try to break is being passive aggressive. That's a nasty trait, which is a bad habit. And the reason I say a habit is because when you have that passive aggressive trait within you in conversations, you do speak in a certain way. Well, you know, I'm just saying I see you all the time and you never want to see me or like just say, I want to see that. I want to see you not. No, don't, don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Your daily becomes passive aggressive. I do all this for you and you can't. No. It's always something attached to something that you need to do for me. And, you know. Very bad habit of, of, of buying people. Trying to buy your niceness and kindness and buy a good week of you listening. You know what I mean? Like, that's a bad habit. But people don't look at those as habits. You look at that shit as a trait. This is who I am. Nah, who you are is a is a habitual. Your negativity is habitual. It's a fucking bad habit. You get high off it. See, and what people don't realize, even I hate to say it because you know y'all know a little bit about my history in that BDSM world. Punishment and pain. People get off on that shit, man. And that's why I'm like, when people really do some research on themselves, you're either going to laugh or cry. I laugh at times. The shit, the predicaments I put myself in. I'm laughing. Like, lately I've been laughing because I'm like, yo, I'd really be, you know, especially when I listen to people talk about relationships and I'm just like, I laugh because I'm like, I've really been fucking blessed to meet, to get the kind of relationships I've wanted. I just haven't been the kind of person back. You know, I mean, it's interesting with friends be like, you have women that look out for you? And I'm like, you don't? Oh, I know why you don't. You know, we all want the unattainable. I've never really been that guy. I don't want the unattainable. And it's, it's a knock on me because I know how hard it, you have to work to get the unattainable. And I know the level I'm willing to put in, the level of work I'm willing to put in to get the attainable. And I'll get more out of the attainable than the motherfucker that's unattainable. Because once you start set certain precedents, especially with women, of your character, what you'll do for them, how hard you work, or whatever the case may be, the beautiful thing about women is like, hey, then I know you could go harder. I know you could do more. 
Especially because they're like, damn, he, he's doing all this. And especially if you ain't getting no pussy. He doing all this and ain't even got no pussy. Imagine when I give him pussy. He going to do even more. And motherfuckers just can't have every last conversation. I'm showing you all this so you give me the pussy. That's what we're weak as men because you just got the, you just want the pussy so they hold out. And we both mad at what this game is. That's what's sad today. It's a battle that we stupidly think we enjoy. You know what I'm saying? We put up these motherfucking markers, so to speak, of what you need to have, what you need to be, how you need to look, how you need to be, how you need to act. And we battle each out. We battle the shit out. We battle out our we battle out our traits, we battle out our personalities. It's met with such an aggression that you're like, do you enjoy this shit? You know, you have men fear. See, here's the funny thing, if we really, and this is where I'm like, you know, I'm understanding like when it comes to these energies and whatnot. Because I've gotten called, <laughs> oh, you think like a I've been called sensitive, think like a bitch, all this type of shit. And I'm like, whoa, this is a Love is a war, right? Or, uh, or, or love it. Oh, it's fair and love and war or what? Like, it's a battle. It's, it's, it's game. It's all like, why wouldn't I try to understand the motherfucker I'm trying to game? See, maybe this is why I'm wrong. Maybe this is why I, I don't have it right. Maybe it's, I don't, I'm not a man because most men think if I think like a bitch, I might as well be a bitch. You know? I'm a man and that's how I'm supposed to be and she gonna respect it. Alright, I I get that. But I also get how much I've seen a woman hurt. To where maybe I could see things from her side, step in those shoes. Not necessarily step in those shoes. I ain't putting on no fucking heels. But y'all know what I mean. I'm just saying you gotta. You got to specify, in my opinion. You got to clarify, not specify. You got to clarify. Motherfucker, nowadays, like, oh, you think like a, would you might as well be a, and it's like, no, nah, it's just, see, the thing is, we're both delusional. See, a man will be like, I got to have a house. I got to have a car. I got to have, I got to have stability. I got to have a good job. I got to have a career, 401k. I got to have, I got to have this, my tax, you know, all this just for your pussy. Well, see, here's how women think. Well, one, you can't fuck my pussy in the street if they have any high value by themselves. Two, um, you put it out there as men. See, this is the fucking hypocrisy of it all. As men, we have, from the beginning, it's changed now because you do have the feminist movement, which I saw a great joke on that. I am sorry, I forget the comedian's name. But she, I'm glad she said it. She's like, we need to shut the fuck up. Women didn't have to get a job back then. So as a man... We set a precedent of, yo, we'll take care of everything. You take care of the home. Fuck me, feed me, and give me peace. That was it. And see, the problem is men like myself who haven't been the provider, who hasn't been a man to provide just independence for myself. So the problem is this, when... You know, there's there's men of low quality that hear a lot of women talk about shit. They try to see like we try to in some as in some aspects. I'm speaking for myself. We try to blend in. 
It's, it's, it's some weak niggas that'll try to blend in like, yeah, man, y'all can't be shitting on niggas and talking all this shit. And they be the name nigga that they talking about, but they like, man, that ain't right. We don't want to hear the shit. We don't want to hear that shit. And women is like, but when did y'all switch up on us? Just because we voiced our opinion saying don't just treat us like fucking trophy wives and everything, which was a good point. I'm seeing, I'm not saying I've been in that era, but from what is shown, it was a very, I'm the man, I do what the fuck I want to do, and you just take it. Do you want to be in this home? Do you want to be able to go shopping? Okay, then shut, like, that's where they, that's where it was. We did this shit for silence. And now men, I almost sound like the women, like, it ain't fair. We got to have this. And, and women aren't really literally saying you got to have this to be with me. See, they're trying they're, they're, we were laying messages, but we're not being specific in the message we are conveying. A woman is saying, if you want me to shut the fuck up, yeah. Be that man that'll shut me the fuck up. I don't want to yell or talk either. See, men get it confused thinking that women love doing that shit. And that's what I'm saying. If you really think, get in their heads. Get in your head, you got to think about it like, why would a motherfucker want to complain to you every day? You really think they enjoy that shit? They want to shut the fuck up and enjoy life with you. But the problem is, is we, we only respond to one prize. That's how simple-minded we are. That's why I don't mind thinking like a fucking female. I want to see how in-depth you are. If there's any depth to you. And see, that's the funny thing. Women, the things that men, in my opinion, don't like, women are exposing punk-ass men. I've been exposed. I didn't like it. And I still didn't step into the plate like a real-ass man. You know, finally, I'm getting it fine. I'm trying to get to a place. But if a woman said anything on me or spoke anything, I couldn't say shit, man. And that's the problem. We, we want to attack this game as if there's something to win. It's guaranteed if you had all that shit and you wasn't trying to fuck a woman, a woman would be like, I got to do more than put my pussy on the table like this is what I have to offer. So, men, you can't have it both fucking ways, man. You can't be on one end. Oh, all they think they got is pussy. Stop wanting all that. Stop only wanting pussy in head. Because you really are. Diminishing the other ways and the other values and the other qualities that they bring to the fucking table. You really are just saying that you don't help me think outside the box. You know, you're not you're telling your woman like there's no way you can help me do what the fuck that I need to get do and get done. You know what I'm saying? And see, I was sound like a bitch because men is like, what the fuck you why are you fucking talking this whole shit? It's some real hoes out here. Man, that's true, man. But they I don't really believe. I believe we all start off with a clean slate. We are programmed in some kind of way from what we saw, from what we were told, from older, from elders, from people we respected, admired, let us down, built us up, whatever the case may be. What I'm saying is we look at these games and we look at what's going on and we look at the programs and we get mad at the programs because they've been doing us wrong. And if that's the case, then you need to stop saying I, I, I could think for myself. You need to you need to you need to really evaluate you and be like, you know, I was thinking, thinking I, I'm done with that word retarded. I was thinking simple this whole time. 
See, I do believe we all know what we're doing. I do believe that we know what we're doing right or wrong. We just don't. We just wish we could lose the feeling of it. That's what people really, really need to express. They want to lose the feeling that they have when they're doing right and wrong. But when you are really trying to be righteous, you know, you know the difference. You know what it feels like when it's good versus bad. And see, when you make shit apparent like that, some shit stinks. That's why we get away. It's not because of the way the presentation. It's not it's not always because of the aggressiveness. Now, a lot of times we don't know how to be aggressive, assertive. I'll say assertive. A lot of times, men, we don't know how to be assertive. Because you get so many mixed messages out here. Oh, she ain't interested from the jump. Why waste our time? You don't know how to invest in a woman. Women, you don't know how to invest in a good man. Do you know what a good man looks like? Do you know that if that man gets up, fails nine times, gets up ten? Is that a good man to you? Or is he wrong because he failed nine times? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, do you know what, what you want? Do you not even do you know what you want? Do you deserve what you want? Because a lot of us, I believe, know what we want. I know what I want. I don't deserve it because I ain't put the work in. But here's the thing that I've been blessed and my God has shown me that even when you're down, somebody, somebody there to pick you up. But when are you going to pick yourself up? That's where it's at right now. And that's what I mean. We are taking accountability with all these, hey, we're going to help cancel this. We're going to help cancel that. What's next? Cancel everything. Then. Cancel the, the flirtatious girl. Cancel the, the, the bully on TV. Cancel anything that can be seen or programmed. But... When are you going to cancel this way we parent? When are you going to cancel that? When are we going to cancel the way we treat each other? Let's get to the bottom line of shit, y'all. That's all I'm saying. And if any words touched you, if any thoughts touched you, please reach out. Let's have a conversation or just listen, share it. Because, um, yeah, I'm all about the brainstorming. Let's get to brainstorming. Let's get to attacking these problems and these issues. Let's start infiltrating our own systems and, and just shutting down the computer. Rebooting. New programs. Let's put in the work, y'all. Like I said, you can catch me. You could uh, hit me up. Marcus C.B. Griffin, Facebook. Add me. Uh, Marcus M. Griffin on Instagram. Email me, Marcus.Griffin. 68 at yahoo.com if you want to talk any of my addicts that do listen if there is an addict if there's anyone out there listening at all that needs anything word of advice or maybe shit the ass whooping i don't know <laughs> i'm just <laughs> nah, i said that for me but um yeah y'all have a great day and take care